to all of you this evening. I trust and pray that you've had a nice week. Good Thanksgiving. I want to say publicly thanks to everyone who contributed in some way or or the other to make the meal here uh, possible on Thursday. Uh, those that served and set up, cleaned up, brought food, whatever else may have been done. Thank you so much. We had another great turnout this year, and uh, I'm thankful that we're able to provide an opportunity for those that need some place to go. Uh, to those of you that are joining online tonight, whether wherever you're at, we welcome you as a part of this service as well. And I know some of you weren't here this morning, so this won't mean anything to you. I've already done this privately, but I just wanted to take a moment before I preach here this evening and publicly apologize to my wife. I kind of threw her under the bus this morning unnecessarily, and uh, I regret that very much. So I apologize to her in front of you as well. She was doing some things that she needs to do, and uh, anyway, so we already made it right, but I wanted you to know I made it right. I want to read one verse to you this evening, and uh, many of you can quote it probably. Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 6. Matthew 5 and verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. The Amplified says it this way, Blessed and fortunate and happy and spiritually prosperous in that state in which the born-again child of God enjoys His favor and salvation are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, uprightness and right standing with God, for they shall be completely satisfied. And then the Message Bible says it this way, You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. You're blessed. And you've worked up a good appetite for God. I'm going to preach to you for a few minutes this evening on this subject. The blessing is the hunger. The blessing is the hunger. Father, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for the privilege of being together this evening with people of like precious faith. Thank you for this week, God, you've blessed us with, time with family and friends. And thank you for all that you've done for us. And I pray, God, that you would speak to us this evening. Lord, we're not here to just go through the motions, God. I'm not here to just check off the clock, punch the clock, because that's what we're supposed to do. Eternity is too long, Lord, for us to just go through the motions. We need your work. We need your spirit to move. We need you to speak. I pray that you would do that this evening, Lord. I pray that your word would find good ground in our hearts, that it might produce what you desire in our lives. Once again tonight, Lord, I trust you and depend upon you. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. I don't remember if it was something I was listening to, if it was something I read. I don't remember if someone said this and then I just wrote it down or someone said this and this was what I wrote down from it. But in the last several weeks, I jotted a note down in my phone and simply said this. You don't die from hunger. You die without it.
You don't die from hunger. You die if you don't have hunger. One of the challenges that older people face when they're getting towards the end or others face, maybe not necessarily older, but when they're battling some kind of a sickness is a lack of appetite, the lack of a desire to eat. And therefore, they, they have to force themselves, not because they're hungry. Most of us here this evening will probably go home tonight and find something to eat. Some of us not necessarily because we are hungry, but because we're apostolics, and that's what apostolics do after church. But a lot of times we eat not not out of some driving hunger, but sometimes we eat more out of habit. Some people eat out of stress. And, and I've been around people, I've visited people in hospitals or rehabilitation centers that needed to eat because they needed the nutrition, but they didn't have the appetite to eat. The thing that needs to get our attention is when our appetite for God is beginning to wane. The thing that needs to stir us up is not when we're hungry. What needs to stir us up is when we don't recognize we're hungry. We ought to be greatly encouraged by the hunger and we ought to be greatly challenged by a lack thereof. People who have a hunger don't go through the motions. People that have a hunger don't do stuff strictly out of obligation. I am convinced. Has anybody here tonight ever been to the doctor and they misdiagnosed you? Many people have had that. I don't, I don't fault the doctors. They're human beings. They're doing the best they can. But, but the problem is if you don't properly diagnose it, of course, there's some things, even if they properly diagnose it, diagnose it, they can't fix it. But at least when they get the diagnosis right, you have a better chance of fixing it. And I, I am convinced there are some things in these last several years especially that the enemy's got us misdiagnosing. And the problem is when you misdiagnose something, you mistreat it. You, 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 you start to tear down things that don't need to be torn down. You start to pick apart things that don't need to be picked apart. Because hunger will cause a lot of things to, to go the way they're supposed to go. And a lack of hunger will cause a lot of things to become boring and trivial. I don't think anybody here thinks you ought to stop praying. Has anyone ever gone to prayer and would be honest to admit you went to prayer and you just went through the motions? Yeah. Is prayer the problem? Do you need to stop praying? No. You need something to get stirred up. You need some you need a flame to be kindled. You you need something to get revived because when you have a hunger and a desire for something, you will press past a lack of feeling. You will press past a fatigue. You The hunger is the blessing. Not what you get from the hunger. The hunger is the blessing. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Oh, I know what it says. You will be filled. But that's not the blessing. Because the problem is if you don't stay hungry and thirsty, you get filled. And the goal is not to get filled. The goal is to expand my hunger and my desire for more of Him. Blessed are those that hunger. Hunger. I got a question tonight. How, how, this is the, this is about the worst Sunday night in the world to ask this question. I'm going to ask it anyway. How hungry are you? 
How, how hungry are you? How hungry are you? I got a question. I got a, what, 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 thank you. I, I appreciate you being here tonight. It's a holiday weekend and, 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 and you, you, you could have stayed home and we could, we'd have just writ, wrote you off as being sick. There's plenty of people sick. But, but you came. But, but what brought you? Obligation? Duty? And the bottom line is, you as an individual are the only one that determines that. If I get into doing something out of obligation, it's not the person's fault that's expecting it of me. I don't know why I can't just get lovely, fluffy holiday weekend messages. It's, it's, not, the, it's not the person that's expecting of me that, that is the problem. It's, it's what's going on in here that's the problem. If I'm praising and worshiping out of obligation, it's not somebody else's fault. The psalmist said, I was glad. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. My, my excitement wasn't dependent upon somebody else getting me excited. My, my excitement wasn't on, dependent on somebody working me up. I was just glad when they said unto me. I, I wonder why he was glad. I wonder if he was glad because he knew if I can just get into the presence of God, there is no telling what might happen. There, there is no limit to what might take place. But the only way to get there is I've got to have a hunger. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. The problem is this: I did this happen to me. I, I usually, you know, Thanksgiving Day, we one of one of our one of our family traditions is egg McMuffins Thanksgiving morning. I think egg McMuffins are one of my favorite breakfast foods, but that's the only day of the year we make them because it just makes them special. Every now and then I'll grab one at McDonald's, but McDonald's egg McMuffins are nothing like Angie's egg McMuffins. <laughs> but you know what? Outside of outside of egg McMuffin on for breakfast, two egg McMuffins that is for breakfast. I'm I'm not eating. Because I know what's coming. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not snacking all day. I want as much room. And, and we did, I referenced it this morning, we did a Friendsgiving two Saturdays ago. And I mean, it was a full spread, full Thanksgiving spread. They put out this charcuterie board. Cheddar cheese and crackers, a bunch of other stuff that I have no interest in. And the problem is I, I, I kept being drawn to the living room. And then Esther was finalizing a dessert that she brought. And here, try a, try. A, I don't know why I couldn't have tried a bite. But I didn't try a bite. I tried a piece. And the problem was by the time I sat down for the stuff I had been waiting all day for, I didn't quite have the appetite for it. Or, let me rephrase it, I, I had the appetite, but I didn't have quite the hunger for it. Because I had filled some space. You know why oftentimes we come and if we're not careful we can just go through the motions here? Because some of us have been snacking on other things all week long. And I'm not talking about spiritual stuff because I've said it many times. If the only spiritual food you eat is what you get from this pulpit, you are malnourished. But we munch on all kinds of other stuff that fills up our hunger. And therefore we don't have the same amount of space for Him that we should have. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst. They will be filled. The word hunger in the Greek, of course it means simply to hunger, to be hungry. But metaphorically it means to crave 
ardently, to seek with eager desire, to crave ardently, to seek. I got a question, what is it tonight that you can't live without? You want to know what you're hungry for? It's the thing you can't live without. You want to know where your hunger is? You want to know the direction of your hunger? Figure out what it is you can't make it without, and then you'll know where your hunger is. Adam Clark says this, Heavenly things cannot support the body. They are not suited to its nature. But earthly things cannot support the soul. For the same reason. I can't fill that emptiness that God put within me. I I can't fill that hunger with other things. I can try as I preach this morning. I can try, but it's not going to truly satisfy. Listen to what listen to what Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 1. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at His appearing in His kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. How about it? Can I I paraphrase it this way? For, For the time will come when they won't be hungry for sound doctrine. You 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 push what's on the table away from you when you're not hungry. You complain about what's on the table when you're not hungry. Because when you're truly hungry, when you're truly hungry, it may not be your favorite meal. It may not have been cooked the way you prefer. But if you're hungry and there's something to eat, you're going to eat it. Boy, we're living in a dangerous day. Because more than ever, you can easily get access to the diet you want, spiritually speaking. If you got itching ears and there's certain things you want to hear, you can get it very easily. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into unto fables. Why? Because, because there's a lack of hunger. I'm just, you know, I got a lot of good things going on. You know, life's pretty good. So, you know, I I know I need God in it, but that doesn't mean He's necessarily my first and foremost priority. The Amplified says it this way, verse number 3, For the time is coming when people will not tolerate or endure sound and wholesome instruction. But having ears itching for something pleasing and gratifying, they will gather to themselves one teacher after another to a considerable number chosen to satisfy their own liking and to foster the errors they hold. Wow. Did did you hear that? They will find someone that will provide them evidence or, or something to back up the errors that they hold and will turn aside from hearing the truth and wander off into myths and man-made fictions. Why? Because they're they're just not hungry. Because when I'm hungry, I'm not picky. When I'm hungry, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn the preacher off because he's, he's not just preaching me an uplifting and positive and encouraging message. If it's, if it's what I need, if it's some, if it's some spinach. If it's some Brussels sprouts. I know some of y'all like them, but I don't. 
it, it, it might not all be marshmallows and whatever else, whipped cream. And the Living Bible says it, verse 3, this way, For there is gonna, there's going to come a time when people won't listen to the truth, but will go around looking for teachers who will tell them just what they want to hear. They won't listen to what the Bible says, but will blithely follow their own misguided ideas. And then, of course, the message Bible just has its way of saying it. You're going to find that there will be times when people will have no stomach for solid teaching, but will fill up on spiritual junk food. Catchy opinions that tickle their fancy. They'll turn their backs on truth and chase mirages. Why? Because there's just not a hunger. Blessed, blessed, blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness. I got a question. How many, how many people? I'm not looking necessarily for an outward response to this question. You, you answer it between you and Jesus. I, I wonder how many blessed people there are here this evening. I wonder how many blessed people there are here this evening because you've got a hunger that gets you beyond this sanctuary. I, I, I appreciate what goes on here, but as I've said many times, and others have said, it's not all about what happens here. It's one thing to be hungry on Sunday night when the worship team has led us. It's one thing to be hungry on Sunday night when the Word of God goes forth and an altar call happens. But i got a question. What happens tomorrow morning when you get up and begin to start your week? Are you hungry enough that you, there's something that's pulling you to a place? i gotta, I got to spend some time with him I, I got to get in his presence I, I can't go throughout this day without a connection there, there is a hunger and a thirst that won't be satisfied blessed blessed are you are you, are you going to become one of those people that's got itching ears and you're just looking to hear what you, what you want to hear Just, just looking to hear what it is that sounds good, makes you feel better, tells you everything's okay, tells you Jesus is your homie. He's your BFF. He ought to be your best friend, but not, not just your buddy you hang out. You ought to, you, you got to still have some respect for who he is. Here's the thing, we, we don't bring him down to us. We, we, got this, we got this mentality going on in Christianity, we're going to bring God down to us. No, no, he said if I be lifted up, he said if you lift me up, don't bring me down to where you are and just make me one of you. But if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. I don't know about you, but I don't want Jesus just coming down to where I am. I'd like for him to lift me up out of this mess that I am in and let me get to where he is. Listen to some things, and, and I don't know from, from my studies, again, if you don't know this, we, we, we attribute all the book of Psalms to David, and David didn't write every Psalm. He wrote a lot of them, but he didn't write every one of them. So there's a couple of these I, I'm, I'm not so sure about, although it seems to me, if you know anything about David, if you read and study anything about David, there's some of these that if they didn't write them, they sure could have, if he didn't write them, they sure could have come from him. Psalm 42 and verse 1. As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after Thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Please please notice, if you haven't already, that's not H-E-A-R-T referencing our human heart. That's H-A-R-T. It's, it's like a deer. As a deer panteth for the water brook, so panteth my soul. Is anybody here tonight that's got a soul that's panting after God? 
Is there anybody that's got a hunger that's so it's it's like that it's like the the thirst that drives the heart to the water brook? Is there anybody that's got that kind of hunger tonight for God? Thank you, Lord, for all the different things you blessed me with. Thank you, thank you for all the stuff I got in my life. I appreciate it, but that's not what my passion is. That's not what my hunger is. I'll take I can take or leave all that stuff, but I've got to have you, God. You're not an option in my life you're not an accessory in my life I must have you Psalm 63 and verse 1 oh God thou art my God early will I seek thee my soul thirsteth for thee my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and a thirsty land where no water is to see thy power and thy glory as I have seen thee in the sanctuary oh God Thou art my God. My soul is longing for you. I've got this hunger, God, that won't go away. And I don't want it to go away. Bless me, God. Bless me some more. Don't bless me some more with money in my bank account. Don't bless me some more, God, with a new car. Don't don't bless me, God, with a new house. If you want to do all of that, that's up to you. But that's not the blessing I'm looking for. I want the blessing of a hunger and a thirst for you, God, that will not be satisfied, that will not be quenched by anything. Whatever natural achievements or accomplishments I may have, whatever goals I may succeed at, I want there to be a driving hunger for you. And hear me tonight, folks. I'm not preaching to you about a hunger for, mi- for ministry, a hunger to be used. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you want God to use you, I want God to use me. And from time to time, I still pray that prayer. God, I, I want you to use me. But I'm not talking to you tonight about a hunger for God to use you. Because they are not one in the same thing. A hunger for God and a hunger to be used of God are not synonymous. A hunger to be used of God should be a byproduct of a hunger for God. Because you know what? It's possible to have a hunger to be used by God, but not really have a hunger for God. Because if I've got some things that I haven't settled in me, if I've, if I've got some insecurities that I haven't settled, if, if I've got some stuff from my past I haven't settled, if I'm not careful, my hunger for God to use me could ultimately be about God validating me. God, if you'll use me, it'll show everybody who I am. If, if you'll use me, God, it'll show everybody that I'm called. If you'll use me, God, then everybody will know that I'm a somebody. That's not the same thing as saying, God, I, I just got to know you. I've got to have you take this whole world. Just give me Jesus. Bottom line is, I don't know how you hunger and thirst after Him and not have an automatic byproduct of being used by Him. It ought to come as the result. Psalms 84 and verse 2, the psalmist said, My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. I, I, I want you so much, God. I'm, I don't know if I can make it. I got to get in your presence. I'm so desperate to be in your presence, God. I, I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't get there. I'm so desperate, God, to have a connection with you that, that if I don't get that, I, I'm, I'm just going to faint. I wonder how many of us tonight have that kind of a driving hunger and desire. I'm not trying to be unkind to you, and I really, I, I, it's, it's just being transparent as I always am. It's, it's holiday weekends, holiday services are always a little bit challenging and and, 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 and it's easy to get distracted and you end up 
getting frustrated with different things that you shouldn't be frustrated with. And I, 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 I made up my mind both services today. I'm, 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 God's going to do whatever God's going to do. And whoever's not here, that's between them and God and all, and all that stuff. And, and so please, I'm, I'm not going to refrain from saying Whatever I think, feel, the Holy Ghost wants me to say, just because, whatever. And what they, you know, if they'll sing, if they'll sing my song. If they'll, if they'll, if they'll, if they'll get the right tempo, if, if the right person's leading the worship this service, then I'll, oh, oh. Oh, when, when you're hungry, when you're hungry, when you're hungry, it doesn't matter. When you're hungry, it doesn't matter if they sing. <laughs> when you're hungry, it doesn't matter what they sing. If you're hungry, it doesn't matter who preaches. If, if you're hungry, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because a hunger won't let you be content. A, a, a hunger won't let you be disengaged. You know how we can come and sit in a setting like this and be disengaged? It's just not hungry. It's not hungry. The blessing. The blessing is not what you get. The blessing is the hunger. Because when I lose the hunger... I stop eating. When I lose my hunger, spiritually speaking, I stop eating. And that's when I die. As long as I'm hungry and I'm feeding the hunger, I'm good. I'm going to be good. I'm I'm, going to be all right because if that hunger's there, I I know where my focus is. I know where my desire. You can you can fill up on drinking too much. You you can. It's a it's a good thing. My household doesn't drink. We get sparkling cider for special occasions. We got my wife. Yeah, we got these nice little goblet glasses. They're like two sips and they're empty. I don't want no two sips. I hope, I hope the neighbors never see our recycling bin around Thanksgiving and Easter. Because they are our, our good would be evil spoken of. It's not wine, sparkling cider. I, I I can put down a couple of glasses of sparkling cider before dinner. The problem is I'm just just not as hungry. What what are you eating on? What 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 are you eating on lately? The the the, the amazing thing is when you when you hunger and thirst for Him. Whatever you get from him has this unique reaction. It just stirs up hunger and thirst for more. I gotta have more. I gotta get more. I thank you for that, but that's not enough. I gotta have some more. Psalm 27 and verse number one The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing. One thing. One thing. Have I desired of the Lord 
And that will I seek after. That will I pursue. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. And no, that's not talking about this physical building. It's talking about a place where you can dwell, you and Jesus, in His presence. One thing have I desired and that will I seek after. Oh, it, this, this I've, I've read a little bit more about in the last couple of years for various reasons, but, but this idea of multitasking, it's, it's, it's a myth. You, you, you don't multitask. As I said uh, when I ministered at pause, you, you can't think two things at once. You can't. You, you physically, literally cannot think two things at once. Again, they... According to something I read, they they claim there's a couple of people in 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 billion within billions. There's a couple of people that actually are able to think more than one thing at once. The bottom line is, when you're trying to do a bunch of things at one time, you're not doing anything as good as you could. How many times have we get caught up and I want this and I'm desiring that and I got these ambitions and these goals when I just need to narrow it down to one thing. One thing. Saul had been chosen by God to be the first king of Israel and I guess to a degree for, for an initial period of time, he did a fairly good job at that. But then he starts getting off track and starts doing things his way and disregarding God's way. And God decides he's done with Saul. And so he's now going to pick Saul's replacement. Please, please note the one that was picked to be his replacement was not someone that was pursuing becoming the king of Israel. When God decided I need to replace Saul and I need to pick another king, he wasn't looking for the guy who was working hard to become a king. He wasn't looking for the guy who was in king college. Getting all of the training and preparation to best equip and qualify him. To be the king. When God decided I need to replace Saul, the one that got his attention was the one who had the desires. Again, not sure if he wrote all the ones I read, but there's plenty of other places where he expressed things like this. One thing have I desired, and that will I seek after. As the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul. I know he wrote this one. The Lord is my shepherd. I, I got to be with him. I got to be in his presence. And when it comes time to pick a replacement for Saul, it was the guy that was hungering after God that was the replacement, not the guy that was hungering after his ambitions to become something. I said it already. I don't, I don't, maybe I know there's some that probably would say, you can find somebody that'll say there's something wrong with everything nowadays, so. There's probably some that would say you're not supposed to desire to be used of God. I, I, I want to be used of God. I, I, don't think that's, I don't think that's a wrong desire. But I don't think it ought to be the first and foremost desire. I don't think my primary desire ought to be God, use me. Use me. Because the problem is this, usually when we say, God, use me, we've got some things in mind we want Him to use us for. God, use me. Use me to be this. Use me to do that. Use me to be the next this or the next that. Excuse the grammar, but it's just the way I feel like saying Ain't nobody praying to be used like Stephen was. There's not a person in this place that's prayed for God to use you. Oh, God, use me just like you used Stephen. 
I said, no, no. Use me, God, like you used Daniel. Use me, God, like you used Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Use me, God, like you used David. That's usually... Use me to pastor. Use me to evangelize. Use me to be a missionary. Use me to be this and to be that. Use me so people will recognize me. That wasn't David's pursuit. That wasn't David's desire. It was just, God, I got to know you. I want to be in your presence. I want to fellowship with you. I'm hungry and I'm thirsty for you. And God looked down to where, in essence, a nobody was. Sees exactly where he is and moves him into position. You know, the only time you need to worry about being overlooked is when you're trying not to be overlooked. Because when you're not worried about being overlooked and you've just got your focus on God, you don't have to worry about it. Because the bottom line is, if you end up being overlooked, who cares? I got Him. Would you rather not be overlooked and not have Him? Or have Him and possibly be overlooked? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Again, the blessing is not what you get. The blessing is simply the fact that you're hungry. The blessing is the fact that you're thirsty. I don't I don't want to ever I don't want to ever reach the place that I become content and satisfied. No matter what God has done or does, I want that hunger to be stirred. I want that fan to be flamed. Or that flame to be fanned. There we go. I didn't think it sounded right. Blessed, 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 blessed. I got a, I got a question. I'm going to pick on a couple of you guys and hopefully everybody else listening will apply it to them. It, it's not blessed are those who want to see a campus turned upside down. It's not the blessing. Do we want to see souls saved? Absolutely. We want to see live to absolutely. The blessing is hungering and thirsting for Him. The blessing is hungering and thirsting. The blessing is in not being satisfied. That's the blessing. The blessing is a desire that no matter how much of Him you get, No matter how much of Him you experience, no matter how much He may do through your life, the blessing is the hunger never decreases. The thirst never diminishes. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst. Blessed. Blessed. I know naturally speaking... You're hungry because you're doing without and you don't have enough. That's not considered to be a blessing. But spiritual, spiritually speaking, hunger. Hunger is the not, not the food to fill the hunger. That part's not the blessing. The blessing is in the hunger. As the heart panteth after the water brook. So panteth my soul after you, God. As that heart is desperate for the water brook, so so desperate am I for you, God. 
one thing, one thing, one thing have I desired of the Lord and that am I going to pursue. That's what I'm going to seek after. Used it this morning, but seek ye first the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom. And, and, and then things, the additions will come. But don't, don't, don't seek the additions. Don't, don't seek the things that God gives. Just seek God. Don't, don't pursue what it is you can get from God. Just just pursue God. You know what's so cool about God? One of the things. You know, if we hang around each other, you hang around other people, it's not a given who's going to become like who. It's not guaranteed who's going to wear off on the other. And Sometimes you can hang around people and you pick up their negative stuff, their negative habit, habits, their, their negative words, their negative mindsets. So you don't always know who's going to rub off on who. That's why as parents you try to be careful around who your kids hang around with. But you know what's amazing about God? No one has ever rubbed off on God. God has never taken on the negative traits or characteristics of those He's around. If there's going to be any rubbing off, it's always going to be one way. It's going to be Him rubbing off on me. So the more time I spend hungering and thirsting and pursuing Him, there's a really good chance the more like Him that I'm going to become. How many... How many blessed people do we have tonight? How many blessed people do we have tonight? Again, I, I know I don't have to say it. You already got it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm not talking blessed tonight based on where you live, what you drive, what you wear, what your family is, what, what your job is. I, I'm, I'm not talking about that. That's not the blessing. How blessed are you tonight? If the blessing in your life is determined by the hunger and thirst you have for God, how blessed are you tonight? Not the hunger and thirst of what you can get from Him, what He'll give you, what He'll do. Just, just Him. Blessed. 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 The blessing is the hunger. The blessing is the thirst. It's not the receiving of the fulfillment of the hunger and the thirst. It's, it, the blessing is in the fact that you're hungry. The blessing is in the fact that you're thirsty. The, the blessing is in the fact that you don't have itching ears and the only thing you're wanting to hear and the only thing you're looking at is looking at looking for is is what's going to make you comfortable what's going to tickle your ears the the blessing is that God I want whatever you've got I I want you to say to me whatever you need to say I I want you to do in my life whatever it is you need to do in my life Father I pray right now I pray right now, Lord, that you would bless every individual in this sanctuary tonight with a fresh new blessing. Let there be a fresh new blessing come upon us tonight, God. The blessing 
of hungering and thirsting after you. I pray, God, that by your grace tonight, they would sweep throughout this congregation, those that are here and those that are not able to be here tonight but are a part of us. I pray, God, that there would would be a wave of your blessing that would sweep throughout this congregation, Lord. The blessing of a fresh hunger and thirst for you, God. One thing, one thing, one thing have I desired and that will I seek after. That one thing is not being used by you. That one thing is not the gifts of the Spirit. That that one thing is not supernatural blessings. That, that one thing is not miracles and signs and wonders. That, that one thing, God, that I'm after is it's you. It's you, God. I thank you for everything that I've already experienced of you. I, I thank you for everything I've already tasted from you, but I've got to have more of you. I've got to have more of you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. some of you sitting here tonight and you've got your mind made up there's some there's some other solutions that you need to what's going on in your life there's there's some other answers that you need for what you're dealing with and can I tell you that that I think for some of you the answer is simply you just need to be hungry you just need to be hungry for him because when you're hungry enough for him when you just want Him more than anything else, there's a, there's a lot of things that have mattered that don't matter anymore. There's a lot of things that may have been issues in your life that they just kind of seem to fade away. When you're blessed with a hunger and a thirst. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, if we've satisfied that hunger with other things besides you, let there be an emptying out tonight, God. Let there be an emptying out of those things that are taking up space that should belong to you so that we can pursue you with a greater hunger, a greater desire, a greater passion. Lord, you said we would find you when we would seek for you with all of our heart. You didn't say we would just casually, haphazardly find you, but you promised when we, when we would seek for you with everything within us, when we would pursue you with everything within us, you said we would find you, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. God, don't. By your grace, help us not to develop a spiritual appetite that we just pick and choose. We determine, we decide what fills that hunger. Bless us with the hunger. Bless us with the thirst. Bless us with the willingness to allow you to decide what it is to fill that hunger and thirst. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Alamondo robo sheki yararabahaya. Eki yararamando robo seye yarabakashata.
I've got to have you, Jesus, more than anything else. More than anything else, I've got to have you, Jesus. More than anything else, I've got to have you, Jesus. More than accomplishments, more than recognition, more than successes, more than spiritual victories, more than spiritual giftings. I've got to have you, Lord. I've got to have you, Lord. I've got to have you, Jesus. Got to have you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yala boko shata rabasata. Sekiye yaramandoroboko shata rabaya. Lord, help us to narrow our desire down to one thing. Help us to narrow our desire down to one thing, to seek that one thing, God. To seek that one thing. Let everything else be the byproduct. Let everything else be the results of seeking that one thing. One thing, Lord. One thing. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, This is my desire to Yeah. 
give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake. Lord, have your way in me. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake. Lord, have your way in me. This is my desire to honor you, Lord, with all my heart, I worship you. All I have within me, I give you praise. All that I adore is in you. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you alone, every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you alone, every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake. Lord, have your way in me. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take. Every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way in me. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way in me. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way in me. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake. Lord, have your way in me. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Elamando roboshata yeki alarabosata raba. Eki alaramando roboshaye alarabokosata raba. Eki alaramando roboshata rabaki arataba. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, praise God. God bless you whenever you're ready to go. You're welcome to do so in Jesus' name.